0: The Orlando Magic fall to the Milwaukee Bucks. It's about the shooting again. It's also still not about the shooting again. It's about the process. Bigger picture takeaways as the Magic struggle through this part of the schedule on today's episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you need Locked On Magic. Today is December 22nd, 2023. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Orlando Magic Fall once again to the Milwaukee Bucks. Some good, some bad, some bad shooting. A lot of big questions that are continuing to be asked and why... Now is actually the time for some patience. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. This episode of Locked On Magic is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports go to locked on nba and use code all lowercase locked on nba for a first deposit match of up to $100. Okay. The Magic are on a four game losing streak. They are no longer a top 4 team in the Eastern Conference. They're kind of settling in where they're settling in now. Um they are obviously facing a very difficult road ahead. Um at Indiana on Saturday, at Washington on when on a Tuesday Then they play Philadelphia at home on Wednesday. Uh, Then they play New York next Friday. Not that none of these games are winnable. I actually expect them to win their next two. Um, But we know that this schedule's tough. The Magic only play three games or four games against teams with records below 500 from now until the midpoint of the season. Two of those are against Atlanta. One of those is against Golden State. And then we got the game against Washington on Tuesday, which do not sleep on that game. Washington, we know, can score a lot of points. The Magic are not exactly a team known for their offense. So let's uh, let's not count anything as wins quite yet. But we are all thinking about it. We're all thinking about the playoffs. We're all thinking about what this team needs to do to compete. And it's been a while for us. It's been a while since the Magic have been in this position to be in a position to actually potentially make some noise in the postseason, to be in this position where we're sitting it through the first quarter of the season thinking this is a playoff team. Um, it has been a while since the Magic haven't had to fight and scratch and claw for everything that they get. And so this losing streak, especially, has people a little panicky. It's been a week since the Magic last won everybody's a little on edge right now. This is not something the team has done very much this year. And um, again, our apologies for, you know, we we get it. Detroit is going through what they're going through. Um, But this is something new for the team. It's a new challenge. It is a new thing. Having said that, yes, we all know what this team needs to do and what this team needs and, and, and where the team has to put its focus to improve the roster. That's not coming till February, folks. This is the team we have. This is the team that this team wants to build with, wants to grow with, for the time being. So, before you hit the trade machine, and and trust me, I'm seeing a lot of that. Right now, the work is about getting the most out of this roster. Right now, the work is at trying to see if this team can figure it out. Mo Vogger, I think, had the quote of the night. We're going to get to the details of the game coming up here in a minute. Um, but Mo Vogger had the quote of the night. He said it quite plainly, quite simply. We talked about the same things when we were going through the winning streak. It's about not getting too high, not getting too low. It's about continuing to work, continuing to grind, continuing to stay level and stick to who you are. This is a topic that I've talked about a lot over the last couple of weeks and especially during this losing streak, where it felt like the Magic weren't being who they are. They've lost six of their last eight games here. So it felt like the Magic weren't sticking to who they were. Their defense was inconsistent. uh, They were relying heavily on an offense that we know you cannot trust. They were turning the ball over a lot. But now that we're in this losing streak, those issues have become heightened. And now more than ever, it's about understanding your team's identity and playing that way. More than that, now more than ever, it's about understanding that this process, trust the process, that the process may not immediately net results, but it's going to get you closer. We talk about how this young team, and this is a young team, and so I I want to continue to stress, and I I am stressing to people, give this team their chance to figure it out. Again, it's fine to hit the trade machine at this point. Trade season's open, but nothing is imminent. The Magic aren't making trades tomorrow. They're not panicking because they want to see if this young team can figure their way out of this. They want to see if this young team can take where they are now and turn it back into where they were a week ago, two weeks ago. The the, the front office wants to see how this team handles this adversity. At the end of the day, that's what this season's about. It's not about being the second seed or, or, or you know, if you can do that, great. But that's not what this season's about. This season's about learning how to win. And Thursday's game was a great example of how the Magic – figured some stuff out, and even though it didn't get them a win, it sure felt like they understood how much they figured out. It sure felt like they understood that against Miami on Wednesday, they did not play their style. They did not stick to the process, and it burned them, pun intended. It burned them bad. And look, Orlando fought back in that game. They, they did some interest, they did some things in the second half that got themselves back into it, but they allowed a bad moment to become worse. So here it was another opportunity against Milwaukee. Another chance to stick to who you are. They were not, they didn't shoot the ball well. We'll get to that. They didn't shoot the ball well again. Sub 30% from three. Six for whatever it was. I'll, I have the stat. I'll pull the stat sheet up here in a minute. The Magic put themselves in a deep hole and they still gave themselves a chance to win. That, no one's excusing the loss. No one wants to lose. There are no moral victories here. But the Magic, though, if they stick to their process, they can compete even when they don't play well. Even when they're not shooting the ball well. Orlando just held Milwaukee to 118 points. The Bucs had a 113 offensive rating. It was the Bucs' worst offensive rating since the NC's tournament loss to Indiana. It was their their worst offensive rating before that since November 30th. Essentially, this was their second worst offensive game of the month. And the Bucs are a really good team. If the Magic play with the defensive intensity and, and, and fierceness that they played with for most of this game, they're going to be just fine. And to their credit, the Magic recognized that. Franz Wagner said it. We played well for the most part, he said. It came down to shot making. We're going to get to that. I'm not ignoring the the big elephant in the room here. But the global thing for this team during this losing streak is to find their process again. There is no shame losing to Boston on the road. There's no shame losing to Milwaukee on the road. These are not bad losses because of the opponent. If the Magic have had bad losses over the course of these games, it's because they let the missed shots affect their defense. It's because they let little errors build up and put them in a deeper, deeper hole. And look, that happened a little bit in this game. Orlando let a a uh, three-point deficit at the half turn into a 15-point deficit that they had to climb out of. And they nearly did. They nearly did. This team still has to work to get to that 48-minute effort. Um, to get back to that 48-minute effort. They're still making some dumb fouls at bad, bad, bad moments, at critical moments. And they still are learning that ultimate playoff lesson that every possession matters. They're still learning how to adjust. The Magic are still a growing team, a young team figuring this whole thing out. They don't have it yet. They haven't figured it out yet. But they're trying to get closer. And Thursday was definitely a day that they did. No matter how how much we want to talk about it, no matter how much we want to talk around it, though, shooting issues were the problem for the Orlando Magic. We'll talk about how the Magic simply did not make enough shots to win the game. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first... It's time for a quick word for our friends over at BetterHelp. This holiday season, make sure that you take some time for yourself. I know it is a time for family and it is a time for giving, but there is no better gift to give than the gift of yourself. Really, literally, the gift of giving yourself the time to be yourself. Like, honestly, that is the best thing that you could give yourself. So whether it's by starting therapy or going easier on yourself during tough moments or treating yourself to a day of complete rest, I know I'm planning to do that Sunday, if not Monday as well, remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. I've, I've used therapy throughout a lot of my life to help me deal with lots of issues that I'm, deal, that I'm dealing with. Uh, I use it, frankly, to do some thought dumping because there's so many things going on in the world. And sometimes you just need a helpful ear to hear not just personal problems, but just hear everything. And and the world can be very, very isolating. It's not just a a COVID thing. So therapy has been a a big boost for me, and I know it can help you too. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. In the season of giving... Give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E L P.com slash locked on NBA. Don't forget the Locked On Network has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel today. Okay, I I have danced around it long enough. Um, I wanted to get the bigger point out that the sky is not falling, even though the Magic have lost four straight games. It happens during the course of an 82-game season. It is a long season. Do not lose sight of that. This team has still made tremendous growth and tremendous strides, and there's still plenty of areas where they need to continue improving. We know this is a flawed roster. That's not going to change. The Magic will work to address those flaws during transaction periods. We are not in one of those now, and the Magic are not in a panic state to go out and make trades randomly. They still like this group. They still like what they've accomplished this season. They like the direction this team is growing. And judge them again on the whole picture, not just on the moment. That's that's always going to be my message. But undoubtedly, everybody is frustrated right now. Um, You can feel the players' frustration. And and look, they did a good job, I think, for the most part in in Thursday's game, not succumbing to that frustration in the way that they did against Miami. Um, But there's a lot of frustration right now. Because the magic just aren't playing well enough, or are they not? No, they're not. They're playing. They played well enough to win on Thursday, but they're not doing the basic thing they have to do, and that's to make shots. Um, second straight night where the lack of three point shooting was just abundantly evident. Um, Again, Orlando shoots eight for 33 from beyond the arc. Franz Wagner's one for six. Palos three for five, which is pretty good. Wendell Carter missed all three. Gary Harris was two for six. Cole Anthony was one for six. Um, Caleb Houston missed all three of his three-pointers. Mo Wagner was one for four. Look, Orlando, they're a low-volume three-point shooting team. We've acknowledged this. They took 33, which is above their average. A lot of those were open. In fact, let me scale, but roll back to Wednesday. I went back and looked at the NBA.com numbers. 30 of the Magic's 36 three-pointers taken in Wednesday's game, including all nine of their makes. I think they were nine 9 for 36. Um, all nine of their makes came with the opponents four or more feet away. I will imagine, and, and I'll go back and run the numbers uh, tomorrow when, when NBA.com posts them. Um, I imagine you will see a similar thing happen with this game, where the majority of those thirty-three, if not honestly, I would say twenty, at least twenty-seven or twenty-eight of the Magic's three-pointers were open three-pointers, defender more than four feet away. I have no doubt that the Magic, um, that the Magic ultimately were taking quality shots. The issue is not getting quality shots. The issue right now is just simply making them. Um, and at the end of the day, the Magic lost by four. They, you know, won almost every quarter. Um, You know, the, the Magic were competitive throughout the entire game. They trailed by 15 because Milwaukee hit three threes to start the, the, the third quarter. And Orlando wasn't doing the things that they have to do. Because, you know, you look through the box score, almost every marker would suggest that the Magic did the things they had to do to win. They got 13 offensive rebounds. They got... Uh, you know, 13 offensive rebounds, 13 second-chance points. They ended up losing second-chance points, 6 for 14 on second-chance points. They got 60 points in the paint, 30 for 50 shooting in the paint. That's awesome. Held Milwaukee to 40. Held Milwaukee to 42.2% shooting. Milwaukee made 11 of 37 threes, so they shot sub-30. The Magic missed free throws, 16 for 23 from the line. They gave up 35 free throws. That's a, reason why the, that's, a, that's a big reason why the Magic lost. They didn't turn the ball over. A lot of these defeats for Orlando are just honestly quite simply coming down to making or missing shots. And, you know, as everybody around the NBA says, this is a make-or-miss league, you can live if you're making or missing shots. If that's why you lose, because you missed a shot, as long as it is a good quality shot, that's something that everyone can live with. Now, I will grant this. I did not love every shot opportunity the Magic took in this game. I did not love every shot. Um, for me, I think I said this entering the third, the fourth quarter, Orlando had only eight points in the paint in the third quarter. They still managed to lose that quarter 32-26, which I think is actually honestly impressive. Um, but I looked at that and said, okay, the Magic need to get 20 points in the paint and 10 free throw attempts in the fourth quarter if they want any chance to win. Orlando ended up shooting five for eight uh, from the foul line in the fourth quarter. They ended up with 14 points in the paint. So they got pretty close to the, like, more the unrealistic goal that I put out that I put out there for them, but like this is the secret sauce, though. Honestly, like, yes, the margin for error gets wider if you can hit some threes, and eventually the Magic are going to have to hit some threes. Um, just making a shot is going to go a long way for this team. And the uncharacteristic thing about what the, about their play on Wednesday, is the Magic have been very good shooting at home. They've been terrible on the road, but they've been very good at home. Shots didn't go down Wednesday. I I, I view that as an outlier. I'm not super concerned about that. But we do know that this team is not a good three-point shooting team. The stats bear that out. Even some of the magic good shooters like Gary Harris, like Franz Wagner, are really struggling to shoot. Paolo Bancaro's three-point shooting has come back down to earth. He's starting to regress to the mean a little bit after a hot shooting November. Um, You know, Jalen Suggs didn't play in this game. Caleb Houston is essentially a rookie. You can't super rely on him. This match, Joe Ingles is out. Um, This Magic team needs to see the ball go into the basket a little bit. And my response has always been, okay, you know, they're taking the right number of threes. The Magic should be about 30, you know, 30, 31, 32 threes per game. You're taking the right amount of threes, and you can't stop taking them. But everything still has to be about the paint get inside, get in the lane, force rotations, and get kickouts. If you're just jacking up the first decent three you get, you're doing it wrong. And that's really the lesson here, is the Magic still have to take threes, but that is not their identity. That is not who they are. And they can compete, and they can win without three-pointers. It's really more about how the other team's shooting, more less than how the Magic are shooting. Miami made their threes. They beat Orlando. Milwaukee did not. And Orlando, you know, Milwaukee took the lead because they made some threes. But after that, Orlando shut them down from deep and really gave themselves that chance to win the game. So again, this Magic team can survive without making threes. Is it sustainable? Is it consistent? No, this team needs to acquire shooting one way or another. Whenever the magic decide to make their next big wave of moves, you know, and, and I expect it to be like one or two at a time. I don't expect like a massive trade of like four or five guys to reshape this roster. That's clearly not Jeff Weltman's philosophy. They will make moves. Shooting has to be a priority. They just need more shooters. To make defenses pay for the double teams for the collapsing of the paint. They, they need to make life easier for their best players, Paolo and Franz. And, you know, again, the beatings will continue until morale improves. Um, but having said that, like I said, there's nothing imminent happening. The Magic are not making trades tomorrow. Um, they are going, they have to work with what they have. And they have a formula. Win the paint. Get to the foul line. Force turnovers. They force 13 turnovers, 14 points. Don't turn the ball over yourself. Move the ball to get open shots. Move it in the interior if you have to. Which the Magic did a very good job in this game uh, after after a slow start uh, to the game. This team can win without three-point shooting. Can they win in the playoffs without it? Probably not. But this group has a formula for success. And shooting is an issue. I'm not saying it's not. But it's not the big issue. The big issue is how the shooting affects everything else. It's when the Magic allow that bad shooting to drain their energy. Which is what happened in the third quarter of this game. When they got down by 15 and had to climb uphill the rest of the way. It's what happened during the 17-0 run Wednesday. It's the effect. the shooting has on everything else. And for the most part on on Thursday again, the Magic didn't let it affect them. And that's what Jamal Mosley was proud of with this team is they got that back. And it enabled them to still have a shot to win this game. The Magic had, yes, a three-pointer from Franz Wagner to make it a three-point game with about two and a half left. He makes that. Anything's possible. So... Again, it's yes, it's 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 about shooting. The magic have to make some shots. But they can survive, they can find their way, and they nearly did in this game. We'll go through the final box score, talk about individual performances. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at Prize Picks. Look, daily fantasy sports games can be confusing. Um, you play some of these daily fantasy games. They've got the salary cap, which is hard to figure out. Uh, you've got a point system that's really hard to figure out. You want simple. You want simple. And PrizePix gives you simple. All you have to do is predict whether, is get two to six players and predict whether they will score more or less than their projected totals. If you think Paolo Vankero is going to have more than 20 points in the Magic's game against the Pacers, you say more. If you think the Magic will shut down Tyrese Halliburton again, you say he'll have less points or less assists. It's really that simple. And with it, and if you put two to six players together, you can win up to twenty-five times your money. Plus, if you like things that are a little bit com- more complicated but not much, you can try their different. There, you can try their combo projections from different sports and leagues. For example, you can get LeBron James and Travis Kelsey a ten and a half combo of three pointers made. And receptions for your holiday weekend. Plus, they got a lot of fun, great offers. It's Pixmas on on Prize Picks. They got—I think they still have their free play with Kevin Durant uh, of uh, at more or less than one and a half points. I think he's going to hit that. Give you a free square. I usually play groups of four. I get three of the four right. I get one and a half times my money back. I get all four right. I think I get ten times. It's it's really that easy to win. And with Prize Picks, you get the reboot policy. That is an insurance policy. If a player leaves in the first half and does not return, PrizePix will give you that pick back. So go to prizepickscom slash and use code LockedOnNBA for first deposit match of up to $100. Again, go to prizepickscom slash and use code LockedOnNBA for first deposit match of up to $100. The Atlanta Magic fall to the Milwaukee Bucks, one eighteen to one fourteen. As I noted, um, holding the Bucks to one hundred eighteen points is a huge victory. That team over the last seven games has been averaging like one hundred thirty-four points per game. The Magic's defense was not its average. Milwaukee's still a very good offense, but there is a lot to like about the way the Magic played defense in this game. If the Magic were playing any opponent but the Milwaukee Bucks. And look, Giannis is Giannis. He had 37 points. He bulldozed his way into the lane. Um, Jonathan Isaac did a really good job on him. I thought Wendell Carter honestly did a pretty good job on him. Magic struggled picking him up in rotation. I didn't think their walls were per- were particularly good. Transition defense was was a big was was probably the biggest struggle all game. But at the end of the day, the Magic did a good enough job against the Bucs to give themselves a chance to win. If you're holding the Bucks to 118 points, you're gonna have a shot to win. And look, the final score in this game was closer than the actual outcome, but the Magic did have a chance to win. Uh, Let me me pull up when that Fonz 3 was uh, real fast. The Magic had it down to 2 with 9.02 left. They were down, see, where is it, where is it, where is it, where is it, where is it? They were down 7, where is it here? There it is. They're down 6 with a minute and a half to go. And Franz hit and Franz missed a three and Brook and Milwaukee followed that up with a, with a pair of Brooke Lopez free throws. i put it back up to eight. That was the ball game. So again, shooting is an issue. I'm not here to pretend that it's not magic. have to make some shots. Like it, like I wish I had something more complicated to tell you they're getting open shots. They're missing them. They got to make shots and there's going to be a two week stretch. Maybe it'll be this week. Maybe it'll be next week. Maybe it'll be in a month. There's going to be a two week stretch where stretch where they don't miss those shots. And when they don't miss those shots, they're going to win all those games. Especially if they play defense like they did in this game. Again, Milwaukee shoots 42.2% from the floor. They shoot 11 for 37 from beyond the arc. The only blemish is, again, that transition defense. Uh, Orlando gave up um, 23 fast break points. That's a problem. And free throws. They gave up 35 free throws. Milwaukee shot 31 to 35 from the foul line. They got a good uh, free throw game from Giannis Antetokounmpo. Made 15 of 19. Orlando wanted to put him on the line. They wanted him to. They they wanted to kind of bully him and, and be physical with them. The refs let a lot of physical play go. I know a lot of Magic fans were upset with the officiating, and they should be. Um, but the Magic executed a lot of their game plan on Giannis, and Giannis was Giannis. He was a really good player. Thirty-seven points, ten rebounds, six assists, five turnovers. You know, so the Magic did some good things against him. He's eleven for twenty-five. It's a guy that shoots sixty percent from the floor. Like they they did a decent job on him. There's just a lot of moments when they could not handle him and most teams in the league can't. But the Magic's defense gave them a chance to win. And then it came down to, okay, are we going to make some shots? And obviously the Magic didn't make threes, but they made shots elsewhere. Now I'm 45.5% shooting for the game. If you take out the eight for 33, that makes them 37 for 66. 37 for 66 is, let me me pull up my calculator here. 37 for 66 is 56.1%. So the Magic made some shots. They scored 60 points in the paint. Um, So they did some good things. Franz Wagner had 29 points, 13 for 23 shooting, six rebounds, take out his threes. He was one for six on threes. He was 12 for 17. That's going to play. Six rebounds, six assists. So he wasn't, you know, wasn't unselfish either. He did a lot of really good things. And I love Franz's game here because, yeah, the threes didn't go early. and. He missed some shots around the basket early, but he kept trying to get downhill. He kept trying to make things happen at the basket. And, you know, once he understood how the three isn't falling and he didn't pass up open threes when he got them, obviously, but he made it a point to get downhill to the basket. And Giannis was guarding Paolo. That put Franz in the the more favorable matchup. They forced that switch. And then ultimately when that switch happened, that's when Paolo started to attack. 23 points, a rough six for 17 shooting. He was trying to draw a lot of fouls, didn't get any. Eight for 10 from the foul line. So he still got he still got the foul line 10 times. As much as everyone wants to complain about the refs, um, you know, Paolo still got the line 10 times and, and probably could have gotten there two or three more times for two or three more trips. He had seven rebounds, four assists, you know, two turnovers, not terrible. Um Paolo was struggling, but he was trying to get downhill too. And and maybe he was foul baiting a little bit too much. Maybe he was moving too slowly and wasn't attacking as quickly as he needs to attack. Um, he had Giannis Antetokounmpo on him, and, and Giannis locked him up a little bit. And the Magic, I don't think, did a great job when Giannis switched off of him, making sure they attacked that mismatch. Um, the Magic did not go mismatch hunting. There, there, was, there was a lack of organization. And, and obviously, I think we all sense that, yes, this team is missing Markel Fultz a ton right now. The other problem for the Magic, though, is... There just wasn't a lot from the starters. All the starters were minus, all the, all the bench players were positive. The Magic had to just dominate their bench minutes, and they largely did. That's thanks to Mo Wagner, 21 points, 8 rebounds, 10 for 15 shooting. That's thanks to Cole Anthony, 18 points, 11 rebounds, 7 for 17 shooting, 6 assists, a really complete game from him, even though he didn't shoot super efficiently. Um, those guys brought it, and 43 points off the bench is going to win them a lot of games. Jonathan Isaac even. Double block on Giannis in the second quarter, three blocks for the game. Played about as good defensively as you can on Giannis. Um, Giannis got him once, but Isaac was everywhere defensively. And maybe, you know, just just a really strong offensive game. He he looked more like the Jonathan Isaac that we know and love. But here's the issue. You know, Wendell Carter scored only four points. And yeah, he's still coming back from injury, 21 and a half minutes in this game. Uh, Two for six shooting, 0 for three from three. Like, there are, like we all see that he can, he's going to help this team, but it's still a process for him to get back. And and he still looks a step slow. And honestly, like Wendell, I thought did well on Giannis defensively, you know, Giannis kept him out of the paint. You know, again, Giannis did a lot of his damage in transition in the half court. I thought the magic generally did a good job slowing him down. Um, and that's a credit to Wendell. And so the stats don't show it, but that was a credit to Wendell. Um, you know, Gary Harris, I thought had a really rough game. He did end up with 14 points. He was five for 11 from four, two for six from three. But again, that, that one of those threes was a, was a heave at the, at the end of the game. Um, he's got to make shots. Like Gary Harris is out there to make shots. Caleb Houston's is out there to make shots for them to go a combined two for nine from three. Again, this team has to make shots. And if your best shooters are not making shots, that's a problem. You know, Franz Wagner sub 30% from three for the year. It's it's not coming around yet. And but you have to trust him to keep making to he keep taking and making those shots. Um, you know, Paolo had a good three-point shooting game, but you know, you don't want Paolo shooting six, seven to eight threes. That's not his game quite yet. You need him getting downhill and getting those paint touches. Uh, and so, you know, I I wish I had something more complicated to say. The diagnosis for this team right now is they need to make some more shots, and it's not that many, like they don't have to shoot a great percentage from three to be successful. They just have to make enough, A, to keep defenses honest, and B, to just relieve pressure. Like, you can feel when they miss a bunch of threes that you can feel that they feel the pressure on the next one. And that's the part that can't happen. Um, The Magic cannot let their misses affect the other parts of their game. Misses need to happen, and they need to let them go. Um, You can't let them miss lead to a fast break or lead to a bad defensive rotation or lead to you not getting back. I mean, a, a miss is going to lead to a fast break, a long miss, especially with a long rebound. It's going to lead to a fast break. So you got to be on, you got to be on the button, on the nose with that. And the magic, you know, we're better on Thursday than they were Wednesday, but one perfect. Um, you can't let that one miss three or string of mysteries make you hesitant to take the next one. You know, Yes. Get better, qual- get better, higher quality threes. Attack the lane to kick out. That's where the threes come. Every possession that doesn't have a paint touch is a bad possession for this Magic team, quite frankly. Um, and that's, that's really the lesson of this week. Is the Magic have to live in the paint. Everything has to come from the paint. And when the Magic can't get there, they're going to struggle. And when the Magic take threes that are off paint touches, that's a bad three. Even if it's open, that's a bad three. Because it's all about the paint. It's all about scoring in the paint. It's all about getting the foul line because you drove to the paint. It's all about getting threes because the defense collapsed into the paint. That's the lesson of the week. And, you know, the shooting is what it's going to be. But the Magic have to take care of themselves. They're good enough to win these games. Milwaukee's a great team. They earn the win. I'm not taking anything away. Same thing with Miami. But there's so much that the Magic are doing that's holding them back. This team is good enough to win. Like, don't lose sight of that. Don't ever lose sight of that or change the standard. This team is good enough to win these games, and it's about what the Magic are doing to put themselves in that position. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. You, of course, find me on Twitter at Philip underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, like Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of them many the podcasts to your podcast device. You can also watch us on YouTube if you are not already. Hi. Um, For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us on Twitter at omagicdaily. And be sure to check out my Patreon page, Orlando Magic Hub, at patreon.com slash orlandomagichub. Thank you all again for your support. I have a free post up there breaking down the shooting performance on Wednesdays in Wednesday's game with some of these numbers that I talked about. So you can check that out on patreon.com slash orlandomagichub. Don't forget that Lockdown has launched the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. That's gonna do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. We will be back Saturday night, Sunday morning-ish, to chat about the Magic's game against Indiana Pacers. So not quite a Merry Christmas yet. We still got one more piece of business to get to before we get to the holiday. But we will get to that on Saturday. So until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Phil Prosper Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.